Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. My name's John Thomas, and I'll be your host for today. Let's begin by reading from Proverbs chapter 11, verse 12. Whoever derides their neighbor has no sense, but the one who has understanding holds their tongue. Now, if you're like me, it's probably been a long while or perhaps never since you've used the term derides in your everyday conversation. What does it mean to deride a neighbor? Basically, what the passage is saying is whoever shows contempt or looks down on another is foolish. And actually, not only does that exhibit a sense of personal foolishness, but it is a form of sinful pride. And pride, like all sin, has a way of creating this alternative universe where we have a false perception of reality, where we can't see ourselves clearly. We can't see others in the world around us. It really creates a sense of spiritual blindness where we are out of touch with reality. And Keller helps us here uh, brilliantly make the connection that pride, as so often is the case, is connected to comparison. If pride is the outcome or the destination Comparison is the vehicle that drives us there. All growing up, uh, I played basketball, and I remember after the end of every season, we would have these team parties that usually usually took place in a pizza parlor somewhere, and you would celebrate the year that was, and you would um, hand out trophies, right, for your individual achievements of the year. You remember those, getting those trophies in middle school? Such a big deal. Some of you guys I know have incredible trophy cases where you're still holding on to all of your achievements, and, and maybe you were the person on the team where every year you got the MVP trophy, or maybe one year you got the defensive player of the year or most points score. You know, those are the coveted trophies, the ones that you want. And I'll never forget uh, after I, my fifth grade year, I got what I thought to be the least appealing trophy at all. I remember my name being read, John Thomas, come forward and receive the most improved player trophy. <laughs> and you might be thinking, well, that's not so bad. At least you got something. Um, but actually what I got that, what I internalize that to say is, you know what? You're not as horrible as you were last year. Like, keep trying. We notice that you're trying and, you know, good on you. You get you get an A for effort. You're not quite up to, to snuff with everybody else, but we see your diligence and, you know, keep working really hard. You know, mind you, this is before the, the days of the participation trophy. So just to get a trophy was a big deal, but but not for me. I felt in that moment that I didn't measure up. As I looked at the other trophies in the room and the other achievements, what I did is I compared myself to my peers. And that's something that we do in adulthood. Every day we do that. It's what psychologists have called uh, a social comparison theory, where we rate our success relative to those that are around us, or as this passage puts it, to our neighbors. Uh, C.S. Lewis points this out uh, in his classic uh, Mere Christianity when he, when he wrote this. He said, Pride gets no pleasure out of having something, but only out of having more of it than the next person. 
It is the comparison that makes you proud, the pleasure of being above the rest. And you know, when we view our life and our relationships through this lens of comparison, then we're always going to be driven towards competition and not the healthy kind. I believe in a healthy kind of competition. Absolutely. But the kind of competition that will justify any sort of behavior if it means getting to the top where we look down with prejudice and disdain at those crushed by our actions or our self-indulgence and grand delusions. And it's this kind of mindset that it doesn't just live in our pursuit of material success, but it also so often could live in our relationship with God, where we want to measure up our goodness and rank it along those around us. You know, you remember the story in Luke 18 that Jesus told of the Pharisee and the tax collector as he was telling this parable of, of a Pharisee coming coming in to pray in a public place, and he stands with his arms raised high, and in a very loud voice, he shouts out, God, I thank you that I'm not like these other people, these greedy, unrighteous, adulterous people, and even like this tax collector over here, because I fast twice a week, you know, I give a tenth of everything I get. And it's it's, it's this moment of, of see me, here are my achievements. And my achievements are ranked by those around me. And look at this tax collector. He, he's, he's no one. He's a sinner. He's, he's far off, yet we're told that God has mercy on the tax collector. Because anyone who seeks to exalt, exalt themselves, they will be humbled. But it's the one who humbles himself that will be exalted. But so often we do this. We set these rules, these parameters with those around us. And we're always trying to force rank our goodness and, and how we measure up uh, with the room, thinking that if we're a little bit better than the person next to me, then God will give me a little bit more of his favor. Or if I work a little bit harder, then I'll be in a place where others will see my good works and, and I'll get that incredible trophy at the end. And again, when we live this way, when we view life as competition, we will have complete disregard for those around us. And we'll begin to believe our own hype. We'll begin to believe that actually it is my goodness. It is my hard work that got me to this place of position, which causes us to look down with contempt on those that we think are less deserving. But here is the truth of the gospel. None of us are deserving. None of us are deserving that the playing field has been made completely level and that there is no way for us to progress. There's no way for us to earn. There's no way for us to rank ourselves in an order of righteousness worthy of receiving God's grace and forgiveness, that Jesus Christ has come to do that for us. And all we are asked to do is to receive in humility the free gift of his grace extended to us. It's not a matter of comparison. It's not a matter of competing. It's not a matter of trying to earn or prove that we are somehow more worthy than those around us. It's recognizing that we were lost, that we were far away, and that we have been brought near, adopted, accepted because of what Jesus has done. And so I'm excited this week as we'll be taking a deeper look at pride and the many ways that if we're not careful, it can take a deep root into the anchor of our souls. 
And the only solution for uprooting pride is the power of the gospel, the power of the gospel, which breeds in us humility, the power of the gospel, which breeds in us a deep sense of identity that says no to comparison and yes to living into the fullness of our identities in Christ. So today, go in his grace, go in his peace, knowing that you are loved, that you are accepted, and you are forgiven. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.